How did you do it? How did you do it so fast? How did you come back so quick? How did you get your life set up so quickly? How did you leave the hospital in a wheelchair? How did you come out with one lung? I don't know what I would do. You did it so fast. I didn't do it fast. Fucking slow. It was agonizing and slow. And there, the, I figured it out because I couldn't really put my thumb on how I did it and somebody else can't. I really can't process that. I can't. Because it doesn't register with me. And I figured out what it is. I want it more than you. I fucking want it more than you. But you got to think about that. Think about your life right now. In your life right now, you have a list of things you want. Everybody does. We talk about all the things that we want. Make this list of all the stuff we want. I want the, you know, whatever. I don't care. It could be the, the wife, the husband, the girl, the guy, the dog, the car, the money, the fucking Bugatti, the watch. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Do you want it bad enough to go to war and sacrifice everything to get it and walk away from the people that doubt you? Or do you just want it until somebody gets in your way? It's different, right? It's different. It hits different when you think about what you want and what you're willing to drop for it. Really process what I just said. If you really want it, would you put yourself in any situation for it? Or would you say, I want it, but? It's a question you got to ask. Because people go full throttle and they talk about how much work they're going to do and how hard they're going to do it. And they are absolutely unstoppable. And they run a good game out of their mouth and they keep going until when? Until it gets hard. Then they fucking quit. Dude, I could probably pick out any one of you guys and you guys know exactly the people in your life that are like that. You know exactly who is in your circle that's like, yeah, they do it until it gets hard. Then they try something else. And they come up with all the reasons why. Well, I didn't really like that though. How many times? How many times have you said that? Somebody else said that. Well, it actually turned out it really wasn't what I wanted. And then we discount and dismiss and reduce the target to match our output. Instead of elevating our output, elevating our frequency, elevating what we do and how we think about it and our mindset around whatever it is we are working towards, instead of elevating that, we reduce it to meet a lower expectation. I can't even get my head around that. Could you imagine if I sat here and you guys knew for a fact that I threw in the towel and I gave up when I came out of the hospital and I just sat on the couch like some fat, lazy fuck justifying why that's where I should be? Would you ever, ever listen to anything I said? I, I hope you'd say no. You've got to want it, but you have to look at yourself and go, do I really want it? And if the answer is, yeah, I really want it, what are you willing to give up for? What are you willing to put out for? What are you thinking of when you go to bed? Last night I went to bed listening to this meditation and it was all about the universal law, cosmic law, God, everything. It was just really great. I actually listened to it inadvertently. I put it on and it just kind of ran in my ear, but it, I was out until five this morning. But what's wild is the message that just kept playing over and over and over again. You attract whatever the fuck it is that's going through your head. I had this conversation with one of you guys yesterday. What you are thinking about just on a one-on-one -on -one coach call, what you are thinking about obsessively all the time, you become gravity for that. And it moves towards you, you move towards it until it becomes a physical construct. 
There is no other way around it. You cannot look at it any other way. If you are obsessed about all the things you don't want to have happen, that is exactly what is going to occur. There is a difference. Fear versus doubt. Everybody puts them in the same category, except they're not even close to the same. Doubt causes you to take action to do anything just to avoid losing. Fear causes you to take action to fucking win. It hits different. You guys feel that? If you want to win, you should damn well be afraid of the other side of that equation. People running around going fearless, fear this, fear me. You're not fearless. You're a bitch. Because you got a sticker on your fucking Honda. First of all, you got a sticker on your Honda. We can stop right there. Listen, I got nothing against Hondas because one of my favorite cars is an NSX. I've never seen a car that's so dope as that. First one I saw was in 1991. My buddy's dad had one in the garage. I, I've never seen a car. I'm a kid from the Midwest prairies. I, the nicest, I knew the one guy that had a 7 Series BMW in my city. That's how little money our town had. It's 700,000 people. Winnipeg. But I looked at it, it was so low. He goes, do you want to sit in it? Of course, it's like kid, right? Well, fuck yeah, let's sit in it. And I got in this car. It was like laying inside a cockpit of an F-18. And I went, holy fuck. I didn't think cars like this exist. I've liked them ever since. And now they just get better. But it doesn't matter if you have a sticker on the outside. Here's the deal. The real alphas don't need to flex. They just are. The people that own their lives don't need to tell you that they own their lives. The people that are succeeding don't need to tell you all about how they're succeeding. They do it because they want to motivate you, but they don't go, look at, look at what I got. Look at what I did. Real achievers don't need to fucking brag. People run their mouths about all the great things they're either going to do or on their way to do, or they just did. But if they actually knocked it the fuck out of the park, you couldn't help but see it. It's different. You know people like that. You feel people like that. The energy is different. They run at such a low frequency, it is impossible not to get irritated by a human being like that. It's grating. Because the energy that you put out creates the atmosphere around your entire being. It's fucking fact. You mean to tell me that energy isn't residual? You mean to tell me that there is no effect between something that is nonverbal? You mean to tell me that there is not any kind of communication, energy, vibration, frequency between you and your entire world? Why is it that somebody will look at you and go, yeah, you're just lucky. I'm just unlucky. You're unlucky because you have a mindset that says you're unlucky. People walk around going, oh, I tried those affirmations. That, that stuff doesn't really work for me. You know that what you just said is a fucking affirmation, right? You see, now you're like, oh, fuck. We do things in our life every day and wonder why things happen. We are constructing our entire ecosystem that we live in by the words and thoughts that are inside of us. And yet we blame external circumstances and say it's because of them, this, that. They hurt me. They upset me. They stole from me. Who fucking cares? If someone rips you off for a million dollars, you know what people do? What, you're going to be okay with that? No, I'm not going to be okay with that. But I will put on a very small fight. And then I will just go earn more and go, I just paid for an education. Don't fucking do that again. Because you will spend so much time and effort 
and energy in chasing something that has already been gone. You cannot get any more of this. Why are you ever going to chase it? You're going to spend all day looking for a $20 bill you lost in a mall? I could earn 20 bucks inside of about eight seconds. Why don't I just earn it again? There is so much time wasted chasing what you had versus creating what you can have. The energy is unbelievable. You will change your entire existence by changing what you do, what comes out of your mouth, and how you breathe and think. That is life. When you get connected with yourself, you really become unstoppable, but most people fail to do it because they're too busy trying to look for an external circumstance for their internal environment. Kurt will tell you, he works in a hospital. He cuts on people all day. He will tell you right now, nothing happens in the mind without it happening in the body. It is impossible. I'll bet you he has a thousand stories, and that's probably being conservative, of patients that thought poorly about their outcome and had a poor outcome. And he's probably got 10 of patients that thought they are going to knock it out of the park and they fucking crushed it. And everybody else went, they're some of the fortunate ones though. I wasn't lucky when I came home from the hospital. If anything, it was the most unfortunate, shitty thing that could have happened to me. And yet it was the best thing that could have occurred because all it did was put me in a position that said, you either get up or you enjoy the life by your design that you hate. Those are 100% your decisions. Your decisions, your mindset, your thought process controls everything. Here's why you have to look at your life and go, when, when are you going to actually take the step and do the things required, demanded of you by your environment and your mindset, and actually do the things required to change the life you're in? I will ask you one question right now, and I could get off this call after I ask it because it will change everything about your life. Are you living the life you genuinely want to live right now? Are you? Are you? Get honest with yourself. You need to have the ruthless truth in yourself and have that conversation with yourself. Don't follow it up with anything else other than a yes or a no. If the answer is no, then I have another question. Why not? What are you holding on to right now? What are you afraid of letting go? What are you trying to escape? What are you avoiding that is keeping you in the position you're in right now? What is it? Because if you are working a job that you hate, if you are in a position that you can't stand, if you are in a home, a house, it won't be a home, it'll be a house because a home is a good place. A house is just a, it's just a place. If you're in a house, a relationship, it doesn't matter what it is. If you are somewhere that does not fit your ideal life, get up and fucking move. You're not a tree. Do something about it, man. Change it, fix it, leave it. People will fight to the death to stay somewhere they cannot stand because they go, I'm not going to go down without a fight. And they'll sit in a sinking ship all the way underwater. Dude, I ain't lashing myself to that fucking mast. I'm out. The ship's going down. Bye. And people look at that and go, well, well, 
what, you're just not going to put any effort into anything? Oh, that's not what I said, but you see where people go, right? A weak mindset will defend a subsequent weak mindset. Do you understand that? If you are weak and your thinking is weak and you are a coward and you cannot get up and put the energy into anything that you believe in because you believe in nothing, you will defend everybody else that believes in nothing. Losers will defend losers. Winners will fucking cheer. Because there is not one of you on this call, not one of you, that could send me a message and go, I just became a billionaire that I wouldn't flip the fuck out. If you tell me that is badass, I'm going to cheer the loudest. That's what it's about. My whole life, my whole mission is you guys. It is the people around me. But that comes out in the way I act and the way I feel. If you have people in your life that are talking you out of success, it's okay. You can wave at them with one finger and keep on going. They're not worth your time. They're corrupting your life and they're holding you back from where you're supposed to be. And you know it, yet you will go and find ways to justify why you're still there and why you should stay there in that position, in your life. How many people do you have like that? Your energy output is 100% the reason for everywhere you are in your life right now. Everything is energy, everything is vibration, everything is frequency. That's how we all operate, except when you are operating at such a low level, such a like such an impotent low frequency, that is all you're putting out. Have you ever walked around somewhere and been somewhere and that had a gut feeling that you should not be there? That is dissonance. Have you ever gone somewhere and felt at peace? The more in tune you become with yourself and your environment, the more successful you become. But you have to subscribe to that because if you are going to spend all your time going, I don't buy into that, that's why you fail. You validate your own excuses from place of superiority. And I explain what that means. Hey, I know I should be doing this, Trev. Whatever it is that you know you should be doing, but then you come up with a reason that supports why you should. I just, I, I don't want to be an absent father, man. Like I, my dad was like that. I don't want to be an absent father. So, you know, and oh, weekends? No, no, weekends, we don't, we literally disconnect from everything. And and we we just focus on family only. We actually turn off everything on the, oh, and when I come home from work, five o'clock, 5.01, I turn off everything. We have fucking cuddle time on the couch where we climb under a big ass fucking blanket and order pizza every single day. And we stay there until bedtime. And then we all fucking sing Kumbaya around the fire. Yet at the same time, you sit there and you go, I want to be rich. I want to be fit. I want a great life. You can't. If you're validating being like that, it has nothing to do with you being a bad mother or a bad father. It has to be are you willing to do what it takes to bring yourself into the life where you can be the best version of yourself for everybody around you? Everything matters. Everything counts. Everything affects everything else. That is law. And if you think back in your life on that equation alone, you will go, fuck, he's right. People don't want to admit that and blame external circumstances, right? With business, if your shit works, you don't need to worry about money. You just need to show people that it works.
I have a litany of testimonials I just got over the last couple of days from a bunch of people that, that some of you guys. Listen, I tell people I do a Saturday call and now a Sunday call as well for business mastermind. They just about fucking fall over. They're like, what? Are you kidding me? How do you find the time? How do you find, how do you not find the time? This is your community. These are the fucking people you call. Oh, makes me fucking mad. I can't stand that. You take care of your people. I've had people come on this call. Gordon was one of them. Holy shit. That wasn't what I was expecting. The very first call he came on. That was crazy. It was awesome. How many times have I missed a call for you guys? Zero. It's not for me. It's for you. But that's what people do. They validate their position. Oh, I know. I know there's a Saturday call, but like, like I have this coffee thing that I do on Saturdays. It's like, like kind of our thing, you know, and we do that. Don't bitch about failing. Do not complain about the circumstances you put yourself in, but people will go to battle, war. They will bleed to defend an excuse that is actually extracting them from a successful situation and then go, yeah, but that doesn't matter. I feel fulfilled. No, you don't. No, you don't. You cannot be broke and feel fulfilled. You can't. That's why you struggle. But that's what people do. They fill their lives and their days with filler in an effort to feel busy. I said it last week, right? They'll, they'll clean their desk and polish their, their shoes and clean out their garage, yet they have something massive to do to make another hundred grand that month. And they're like, yeah, I know, but it's really shitty work and it's crappy. I don't like it. It's boring. And it's like, I'd rather, look, look at how clean my desk is though. Gives you that little hit that you did something, but it's not productive. You have kids, get them to clean your fucking desk. I was talking about fear. You're not afraid enough. I spend my days afraid of only one fucking thing. And that is you need to fear one thing. I wrote it down. Mediocrity. You know what somebody just felt? Yeah, but I mean, really, what is it? That. That I am afraid of not being the very best. When I walked around that driveway for the very first time, when I got out of the hospital, I looked up to God and I said, after I said to my wife, I said, come get me when I collapse. That's when you thought would come get me, not a minute before. She didn't bat an eyelash. She goes, you got it, baby. But I looked up at God as I was walking around struggling with that fucking weight behind me. I said, oh, I'm going to be the best at this shit. I'll show you. I'll be the best. I'll be the best at this fucking one lung thing. And I never stopped. I never stopped. I haven't yet. I sacrifice shit all the time. I can't sit still. I've said it before. It takes me a month to watch a movie. So what? I'm getting things done. I'm moving. That's why people go, dude, you came back so fast. No, it's too fucking slow. Fast, fast. It took me a year, a year. Fast would have been a week. 